News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Ireland's hopes of qualifying for the last 16 of the World Cup. Well, they ended yesterday with that 2-1 defeat to Canada in a very rain-soaked Perth. Supporters, well, they came out in their droves down under, but there was a little bit of an absence of hype here on home soil. Paula Gorham uh, from First Pro Ireland's Women Team back in 1973. Uh, Paula, good morning to you. Good morning, Jonathan. How are you? I'm good. Now, there was hype yesterday and I'm not taken away from the people who would have packed Turner's Cross, for example, or any of the other events that were organised in Dublin. But do you think the defeat in the first game kind of took the air out of the balloon a little? Well, truthfully, uh, I don't think the air was ever in the balloon because there were no sign of flags or buntings in my own hometown of Dundalk, which is renowned for soccer. Uh no, it definitely wasn't the same now. If our men's team was there, it would have been a totally different game. Why is that yes. still? Because there there was so much talk about this. You know, the media can't be accused of doing anything other than supporting the girls in green. Why hasn't it resonated, do you think, with the wider population? I just think it goes back to this female, male-dominant uh, sport Really, to be honest with you, uh, the male game—I don't for whatever reason—I don't know. I mean, we've we've made history by getting to Australia. You know, it was the first ever Irish team to make the World Cup. I don't honestly know why they didn't get the backing of the people. Well, in that way, is it any different to 1973 when when you would have been playing with Ireland and and the ladies' soccer team? Uh, you know, have we moved on at all? I know we have. We have in in different ways. We've moved on greatly, like with the the professionalism of the team, and you know the way that they're uh, that the team themselves have been taken care of by the FAI and by Sky Ireland and Cadbury. So they've great backing now. But in my day, no, we had nothing. We had absolutely nothing. You, you kind of fend it for yourself, and it was looked down upon anyway with women playing football in my day. Was it hard to line out? I mean, you were lining out for your country, Paul, at the end of the day. You were wearing the green and pride uh, imbued in that jersey. Uh, but it must have been hard for you, was it? It was difficult at times, yeah, because I came from a family of 11 and uh, there wasn't there wasn't much finance. Like, I, as I said time and time again, with all the collections we had to make and sacrifice our pocket money that we'd get from working, it all went towards our travel expenses and our gear. Uh, a lot of our gear we had to buy ourselves as well. Wow, okay. So, so it, was, you, it was very difficult. They, they literally gave you nothing. I mean, the, the, the fear is that the Nigeria game, which is this team's last performance in the World Cup, uh, it, it's what's known as a dead rubber now. The outcome is, is irrelevant. Um, whatever support has been there, are, are you concerned it will just bleed away now? No, I, I think with the performances they put on against Australia and Canada, I think the true supporter will definitely be there 100%. Like me, I, I'll definitely watch it. I know all the pioneers that played in 73 will definitely be watching it. That, look, they've done us proud. I mean, I was so proud of that Irish team yesterday. They were absolutely magnificent, especially in the first half. They did die off in the second half a little bit and got a wee bit erratic with their pass and then that. But Canada's number seven in the world. Like, we're number 22. That's a vast difference. 
at that standard. Yeah, and they were well, they were the World Cup winners as well, weren't they? So I mean, they, they were they, the Olympic. They, no, Olympic, they were the Olympic. Yeah, that, that, sorry, Olympic big, the Olympic yeah. No, no, no. They were Olympic in two thousand twenty. Uh, I think. My final question, to Paula, is that there are football camps right around the country uh, during the summer, and you know, uh, well subscribed for boys, less so for girls who want to get in there. But they're there, and there's another generation coming through, and they will be inspired by this team. Um, are you concerned that the lack of hype? Uh, will will still seep into those young players that somehow their contribution isn't as valuable as the boys their own age? No, I don't believe that because the young girls coming on, they're very, very confident people and they look up to the likes of Katie, Katie McCabe, Denise O'Sullivan, Louise Quinn. No, I don't think that's going to affect them that way. And I think by then, hopefully, they will be on equal... Well, they are on equal pain now at international level um, with the men. I, I know, I don't fear for that. I really don't fear for that. I think oh, there is a lot of room for improvement in lady soccer. An awful lot of room. But uh, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, we'll leave it there for now. Paula Gorham, uh, who was part of that first pro-Irish women's football team in 1973, still flying the flag uh, for Vera Powell's girls in Australia, as many others will do, and we will continue to do here on News Talk as well. That final game against Nigeria on Monday, uh, they will be out to make a point, I suspect, more than anything else. But there will be detractors out there, such as Colin, who's texted in this morning. Um, the reason the girls' soccer team didn't get much support in Ireland is the quality of the football is generally poor. It's not a good watch, says Colin. But of course, no one is allowed to say that. Have you ever watched men's games that are absolutely terrible altogether and you still sat through it and you didn't comment on their gender? Colin, I know what you're trying to say, but keep it down at the back, will you? News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.